Now Crime Does Not Pay, starring Diana Barrymore as Judy Fraser in Carnival Frail. It was called Joe and Judy's Ball and Bucket. It was the old bucket game. You came through the milling crowd on the shabby, scrawny midway. You stood at a scarred counter and you threw rubber balls at a bucket. If three of your five chances stayed in the bucket, you won a prize. Some incredibly cheap ornament or a slyly disreputable doll. That was all, as far as you could see. What was fun, particularly if you won while your friends lost? This, of course, was up to Judy, who decorated the tawdry booth with a pretty, if hard, face and a fulsome and well-displayed figure. You see, Joe did the barking and Judy pulled the string. The string attached the plunger under the bucket. When the string was pulled, the plunger took the life out of the bottom of the bucket and the ball stayed in. So simple, so convenient for Joe and Judy. That was the setup and the operation the night this history begins. Yes, sir, here it is, folks. Chance of a lifetime, win a big prize. Step right up, pitch the old baseball right into the bucket. Three hits out of five, you win the prize. Three hits stay in the bucket to get the Cupid doll. That's the deal. Three out of five and five for 15 cents, that is. Uh, take a chance, folks. Come on. What's taking you so long, fella? Come on, peg it. Okay, here we go. Hey, too much on the ball, son. That way they bounce right out again. Yeah, it looks that way, mister. How's this? Uh-oh, another miss. Well, well, some shortstop you'd make. Hey, uh, you sure that bucket ain't got no rubber bottom? You kidding, son? Come on, peg that baseball. The string, Judy. Check. Good girl, Judy. Two more tries, fella. Here we go. There it is. Start picking a prize, honey. Let the string go, Judy. Aren't you the first time? No winners tonight. Once more... Oh, shucks. Well, uh, try again, fella. Try the five for the prize. Only 15 cents. No, no, no. I've had enough. Nobody takes me more than once. You like to watch me try it, young man? You? Mr. Sanford? Well, why not? I relax, too, even though I do live on the hill. <laughs> but the old boy's good. Are you uh, good, mister? Good enough to put three baseballs in that bucket, little lady. And uh, keep them there, mister? I think so. Double or nothing, Mr. Uh, Sanford? Well, uh, explain that, young man. You keep three in, you get the five free and five more. You miss, you pay me 30 cents. <laughs> a big bet. Well, I'll take it. Let me have the first five. Here you are, sir. Hey, this I gotta see. Martin Sanford at the carnival. Uh, 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 no distractions now. Mm-hmm. Then I'd better get out of here. Oh, not at all, young lady. You'll be my inspiration. Here I go. For the love of Mike. That's terrific, Mr. Sanford. Yeah, ain't it? Here's your next five. Nobody can say Joe King Welsh's. Very well. Watch me. Now. Okay. Two prizes for the man from the hill. What'll they be? Well, I wonder now. Oh, yes, yes. That big box of candy and the cute little doll. Here you are. Oh, you did fine, Mr. Sam. Very good. Better than anybody. Oh, you're all right. And uh, so are you, Miss Judy, isn't it? 
That's right. Miss Julie. More of the prizes are for you. And uh, don't let this fellow make you put them back on the shelf. No. Thank you, Mr. Santa. Thank you so much. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, what would I do with a candy and a doll? Well, how do you like that? The richest guy in town. Wow. <laughs> Oh, 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 pardon me, miss, I... Oh, why, how do you do, Miss Judy? Why, why, it's Mr. Sanford. Yes, it is. <laughs> so nice to bump into you like this. <laughs> yes, you did bump into me, didn't you? Mr. Martin Sanford. I see you've heard the sign on the door, yes? That's the Sanford Bank, my bank, and my real estate company up there, second floor. Oh, Mr. Sanford, it just struck me. The name of this town is uh, Sanfordville. Ah, uh, that's right. Then, then your family founded it. You're the leading citizen. <laughs> you make it sound like something exciting. Oh, but it is exciting and wonderful. And here you stand on Main Street talking to an ordinary carnival girl. What will <laughs> Mrs. Sanford say? Why shouldn't I stand here, Miss Judy? And uh, there is no Mrs. Sanford. Oh. Uh, uh, well, I, I, I hope you uh, come up and see us at the grounds when you have time. Well, now, don't you think it's a trifle noisy out of the carnival, Miss Judy? Perhaps it is. Then uh, would you do me the honor of having uh, dinner with me uh, some evening? That is, uh, if it doesn't interfere with your schedule of uh, work. Uh, it won't interfere. You tell me when. I would, but uh, I'm sure a young lady like you will have, uh, well, you know, younger men to spend her free time with. Oh. You underrate yourself, Mrs. Sanford. Hmm. Then, uh, this evening, perhaps. What? I think that'll be very nice. <laughs> you know, Mr. Sanford, I haven't a thing to do with myself today. From this minute on. <laughs> <laughs> Your friend Joe works hard, doesn't he, my dear? Oh, we all work hard in the carnival. All carnies do. All what? Oh, carnies. That's us. People in the show. Oh, you... I see. <laughs> Live and learn. <laughs> that reminds me. You want to see how you won the other night? Yeah, I won by putting the ball in the bucket. Ah, did you? Come here. Look through the flap of the tent. Here. See this thing Joe's got wrapped around his ankle? Behind the counter there? Yes, whatever for. Oh, I usually hold it. See how it disappears under the table holding the bucket? Yes, yes. That string is attached to a plunger. When it's pulled, the plunger makes the bottom of the bucket hard. The balls stay in the bucket. When the string is loose, the bottom of the bucket, well, it's sort of like a rubber pad. The balls bounce out. The harder you throw, the harder they bounce out. But that's not honest. That's the suckers, Martin. The world is full of them. I don't like this, Judy. Not any of it. Not any of it? Not even me. I don't like it for you. Judy, I want to take you out of this, my dear. You're too lovely to spend your life in this atmosphere. I want to give you lovely things. Real jewels to wear. Mr. Sanford, if you're saying what I think you're saying, I... I'm asking you to marry me, Judy. I'm a lot older than you, I know, but I'm wiser, too. I'll give you security, love. And if you don't love me, well, 
Perhaps you learned it. Oh, Martin. Will you... Can you forgive me for thinking the other thing? I'll forgive you everything, Judy, dear. Everything and anything. If you'll just say yes. Oh, oh, Martin. You're corny. You really are, but... The answer. What else could the answer be but... Yes. Where you been, Judy? You know you're still a come on. Get to work, huh? I'm tired, Joe. Tired of the noise, the racket, the suckers. The pulling up and traveling and setting up in some other jerk town a day later. Save it, kid. Save it. You're a carny and you always will be. I'm trying to tell you, Joe. We're through. I'm quitting. Go on. You ain't struck no gold mine. Yeah, maybe I have. Maybe I've struck it rich. What do you mean you struck it rich? How'd you get rich, Judy? Yeah, how would I get rich? Look at me, Joey. Look at me. All over. Hmm. I don't see nothing I ain't seen before. Yeah, but suppose you hadn't seen it before. And suppose you weren't so young anymore. And you wanted what you saw. What would you give for it, Joey? A certificate of marriage, maybe? <laughs> You're gonna marry that old geezer? Shooter, you're nuts. You'll never make it stick white. He's old enough to be your grandfather. Yeah, I'm gonna marry the old geezer. He asked me, which is more than you ever did. Ah, uh, don't kid me, Judy. No carnival frail wants that piece of paper. Except it's got a gold back. This one has. And get this, Joey. I'm quitting your old bucket game. I'm gonna live in the house on the hill, see? This frail is making good. And nothing you can do... Joey, I'm not forgetting. Leave it to Judy. Before you know it, I'll be able to take care of you, too. Oh, it's you, my dear, going out? Oh, yes, darling, I'm going out shopping. You were in your study. Well, so I... run along, sweetheart. Enjoy yourself. Thank you. Husband mine. You like that word, don't you? Husband, I mean. Ah, who wouldn't with you, Martin? See you later, dear. Take care of yourself, dear. Don't drive too fast. Hiya, Judy, baby. Joe. Joe, quick. The garage. You might see you. Okay, okay. I'm coming. Quite the layout. Nice car. The works. What's wrong, Joe? I need dough. Give. I don't have any. Everything's charge account. Well, then sell some of the stuff. I want dough. I want it today. How many times do I have to tell you I don't have any? Well, then get it. Why, do you suppose uh, the old geezer would like to know what he meant? Why, you wouldn't dare. Wouldn't I? <laughs> it's a great story. A carny dame, a frail who was a knife thrower, a, a, a sharp kid who worked every sideshow in the midway, including the hulas, and uh, some we don't mention in polite company. I tell you, it's too soon. You'll kill the goose, Joey. You can't do that. You know I'm square with you, Joey. You know What do I... I do in the meantime, panhandle nickels? Joe, will you, will you work with me? Not against me. 
Will you take a ride on this thing with me? How? Keep talking. I can get you a job as his valet. The man just quit. I'll talk Martin into taking you on. Then we'll both be in on this. And it's off, Joey. It's off. In just a moment, Crime Does Not Pay will continue with Carnival Frail. Now we continue with Crime Does Not Pay, starring Diana Barrymore as Judy Fraser in Carnival Frail. <laughs> Judy managed to talk Martin Sanford into taking Joe as his valet. It took some doing, but the old man couldn't deny her anything like that. And so for six months, there was peace in the house. Joe did his work, stayed away from Judy in public, and all was well on the surface. But the day came when Judy found charge accounts too limiting. There were questions concerning occasional things she bought, items which seemed to disappear rather soon after they were purchased. There were little impatiences, too. Martin Sanford was not a stupid man. However, it was Judy herself who broke the quiet first. Martin, why don't you let me have an allowance? You don't want for anything, do you, dear? Oh, Martin... Martin, must you play with your, your toys, even when I want to talk seriously? My collection of weapons is the finest in the state. They're not toys. Far from it. This knife... Ah, yes, I know all about that. Can I have an allowance, Martin? May I? All right. May I? No. I'm your wife, Martin. I'm entitled to a reason. You don't need cash. I, I can't go around without a penny in my purse. It's shameful. I have to charge ice cream sodas these. Then don't drink them. You treat me like a child. You're making me hate you. Like everybody who owes you or the bank anything hates you all over town. What do you know about that? I hear talk. I see people give me looks. I know. Now you're treating me like you treat them. Before we were married, it was different. It's always different before. You learn to accept your position, Judith. You're my wife. To the outside world... You have position, wealth, and you will live up to them. Here, you're going to do as I say. Ah, you spend more on your guns and knives than you do on me. It's my money, and one word from you, Judith, and I'll change my will. You understand? Now, think that over, young lady. I'm going upstairs for a nap. I, I hate it. I hate it. I can't stand him. Easy, baby, easy. Oh, that's no way. <laughs> you killed a goose, you know. Oh, leave me alone. Not if I can help it. <laughs> you got a temper, sweetheart. Oh, stop it, Joe. If anyone hears you... That's better. Play the game. <laughs> We're doing okay in a lot of ways. Okay, okay, I said. When the time comes, I'll tip you off. And then we split the works. We go okay. Hey, uh, what you doing? Playing with knives, baby? Nah, he left it there when he slammed out of here. <laughs> like to do uh, 
this with it, baby? Oh, Joe, don't. Yeah, I know. You don't like to handle a knife by the handle. You, you like to toss him by the point. Put it away, Joe. Just what I'm doing, you see? There we are. Yeah, right in a glass case. Like where the old geezer would like to keep you so he can show you off to his friends. Stop it, Joe. <laughs> Quite a life for a young gal under glass. Hmm. Ain't you glad I'm around, baby? I said stop it, Joe. That kind of talk won't get you anyplace. <laughs> I like to see you boil, baby. You're real beautiful when you're sore. <laughs> Take it easy, kid. Won't be long now. telephone. Huh? No, 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 not the line. Just the bell. Would you uh, ring me back, please? Thank you very much. Good. I'm coming downstairs, Martin. Never mind. I'll answer it. You can stay up there. Hello? What's that? That's the last phone you'll answer. I haven't forgotten how to throw him right in the back. Hey, uh... Sorry to bother you, Mr. Sanford, but I thought I'd better tell you first. Who are you? Detective Bush, ma'am. Captain McCardle sent me over to make an arrest. Hey, make an arrest? Yes, ma'am. The fingerprints were on the handle. Clear as a bell. Funny, he didn't think to wear gloves. Prince? Who, whose fingerprints? The valets, ma'am. Mr. King's. I have a warrant here for Joe King. First degree murder. On your job, Bush? Yes, Captain. King's in the tank. Put up quite a squawk, but he's calmed down now. That's funny, though. Oh? You think there's something funny, too? Uh, yes, sir. What with all the folks around this town who had good reason to hate old Sanford's guts, fellas he foreclosed, folks he took homes away from, what all not, 
funny he's finally knocked off by an ex-carney who's working in his house. I see. That's what you think's funny. Me, I don't like the prints. They're clean? Just the way he grabbed the knife and rammed it in? I know, just the way he grabbed the knife, but it doesn't necessarily mean he rammed it in. In fact, Bush, those prints are so clean, I'm pretty sure King didn't stab anybody with it. If he had, the prints would be blurred. Oh, it just could be, you know, that that knife was held by the point and thrown. Oh, Mrs. Sanford. Thank you so much for coming down here. You're very welcome, Captain McCardle, isn't it? That's right. Won't you sit down? Thank you. Sorry to bother you this way, but there were a few items, papers and all, so the estate can be released to you. Just police routine, and it's so much easier to handle here. Oh, don't apologize, Captain. You're a busy man, and I, I have nothing but time. I wonder what can be holding up that clerk. Uh, will you excuse me a moment? Just make yourself comfortable. You smoke if you want to. Thank you again, Captain. <laughs> so simple, so easy. The hand is quicker than the arm. All right, get in there, you. Captain wants to talk. All right, okay, okay. Right. You don't have to shove, copper. Joe! Well. Hey, Ruth. Well, look who's here. The rich girl who lives on the hill. Joe, why did you do it, Joey? Why? Why did I do it? Why, you no good, Connie Frail. I... I know, I, I can't prove nothing. But I'll bet a hundred to one... That knife was thrown from the landing of the stairs. I ought to beat it out of you. Joey, Joey, listen. I'll get your lawyer. The best in the country. I'll save your neck, Joey. And after you get out. You will, baby. You'll do that for me? You will? I promise, Joey. After our days together. Sure, I'll do it for oh, you. Oh, baby, in that, in that knife-throwing racket, too. Oh, you were great. That's what I went for you. Yeah, standing out there in that shiny costume... Which wasn't much of nothing, tossing them knives. I, I seen all your other acts, baby. But the one with the knives? No, sensational. Yeah, I didn't forget how, Joey. You bet you didn't. And with all those other knives, you threw the one with my prints on it. This gets you nothing, Joey. Don't it? Now I know you did it. I'm telling McCardle and Bush. I'm not burning for no frail. No, Joey, no. No, you can't. You mustn't. Uh, you shut your rotten trap. Uh-oh. Hold him, Bush. Yes, Wait a minute. Leave me alone. All right, Mrs. Sanford, that does it, I guess. Well, what do you mean? I'll have Sorry, you Sorry, know. it won't work, Judy Frazier Sanford. We checked King's background. We found you in it. We checked you. After what we heard just now, you're through, lady. No matter how much they hated old man Sanford, no jury panel in this county will let you get away with murder. <laughs> Does not pay. Diana Barrymore, who was starred as Judy Fraser in Carnival Frail, will be back with you in just a moment.
Now here in person is Diana Barrymore. I think, in all fairness, it should be made perfectly clear that Judy Fraser is not typical of the people of the carnival. They, too, are show people, and like the vast majority of all people in all walks of life, they're honest, decent, hard-working citizens. But, as in all walks of life, warped, cruel, selfish personalities appear at times in show business. Judy Fraser happened to be a woman like that, a woman whose greed got the better of her brain. She was too smart, too clever. She lost sight, as most criminals do, of the most important fact of all, that for rich, for poor, for great or for small, crime does not pay. Thank you, Miss Barrymore. Crime Does Not Pay is written by Ira Marion and directed by Mark B. Loeb, with music composed and conducted by John Gart. Technical advisor is Burton B. Turkus. The events, characters, and names used in the story you've just heard are fictitious. Any similarity is purely coincidental. This is Bob Williams speaking. <laughs> <laughs>